Good morning, and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I'm Nick Prater, and it's my privilege to be your announcer on this, the fifth Sunday after Pentecost. The Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver today's message, assisting in the worship service as the organist, Mrs. Susan Singer, and the acolytes are Vincent Minning and Caitlin Kleibecker. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Judy Lady in memory of the birthday of Herman Lady Jr. on July 8th, and dedicated to the glory of God. Flowers on the altar are given by Judy Lady to the glory of God and in loving remembrance of Herman Lady Jr.'s birthday. Our opening hymn is Lord Open Now My Heart to Hear on page 908 of the Lutheran Service Book. I thought that I had an, oh, there we go. Ah, there we go. Very good. Okay, let me say that first announcement again. Um, as a reminder, please check your parish caller regarding your mission offerings, as there are some of the terms and the parameters of that that have changed. So please make sure to look at that. Also, the next council meeting is tonight, uh, uh, July the 9th, at 7 p.m. Darren, is that over in the school, or is it in the chapel, or... Oh, yeah, so it'll be in the classroom that is in, in the school, right upstairs and to the left. That's where the next council meeting will be. Also, uh, our LYF youth will be leaving on their trip uh, in, on a Saturday. Uh, they are still $700 short uh, for their budget, so we ask that you would please prayerfully consider giving to them and giving to that. Uh, there is a basket that Fawn has placed that is right outside in the back uh, for you to use as well. Also, the Friends in Christ group has been postponed from this Friday to a date that is to be announced. If you have any questions about that, please see Bob or Susan Senninger. And we invite you every Sunday morning to join us for Sunday school and Bible class. In Bible class, we are going through the Gospel of Matthew uh, for the adults, and then Sunday school meets every morning at 8.45 over in the school. And so that is all of the announcements that I have for right now. Uh, let's open our service today with a word of prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, as we come into your house this morning, we thank you that it is your Holy Spirit that has called us to be here. Lord, because you know that you want us to hear your word. Lord, for whenever your word is heard, it creates faith, it sustains faith, and it continues to help it grow. Lord, we ask now that as we worship you, as we receive these gifts of word and sacrament, that, that you would, Lord, give us a zeal for the house of worship here that you have so graciously given to us. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus. Thank you for his death. Thank you for his resurrection. For it is on this day, every Sunday, that we celebrate that fact and that truth. And so we praise you, Lord, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's open our service today with our first hymn which is, Lord, open now my heart to hear. That's number 908908.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us then confess our sins to God, our Father. Most merciful, Most God, merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent. Glory be to the Father, Father, and to the Son, Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, now, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Victory for our God. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Worthy is Christ the Lamb who was slain, whose blood set us free to be people of God.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, your mercy attends to us all of our days. Be our strength and support amid the, amid the wearisome changes of this world, and that life's end grant us your promised rest and the full joys of your salvation. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Please be seated. Our Old Testament reading is from Jeremiah chapter 28, verses 5 through 9. Correction. The Old Testament reading is from Zechariah chapter 9, verses 9 through 12. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall speak peace to the nations. His rule shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore you to double. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be, to Thanks God. be to God. At this time, it's uh, time for all the young disciples who are here today to come forward for the children's message with Mr. Griman. Also, now is the time to bring up your mighty mites. Our children's message today, presented by Steve Griman, is based on Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 to 30. Good morning. Simple question for you since I had a lot of you in PE classes this year. Did you ever get wore out? I'm looking at some of your faces and I remember when we were running you go, Mr. Grimey, <sighs> right Carly? I just need to sit down and rest a little bit. Yeah, a lot of you did that when we were outside because it was hot, right? And we got tired and we got wore out. And sometimes when we get wear, worn out, we just want to sit down and quit. Well, today, Pastor's going to talk about in his sermon and also in the gospel message about times when we as adults out here and as well as you, because you're not adults yet, we get worn out. We get worn out from our labors, the things that we do. You ever seen your dad come in from a hard day's work and he just wants to chill out, he wants to sit down, maybe take a cool shower and just relax? He needs to rest, right? Because he's had a hard day of labor. But I want to go even beyond that. When we talk about being worn out or so frustrated with things that are going on in life that we just want to give up and quit. For example, and I've never experienced this, and I don't know if any of you have, I don't think so, but what if a tornado came and wiped out your whole farm, house, buildings, everything? How do you suppose that family would feel? Very sad, wouldn't they? Because they would look out and go, it's all gone. Or we have a flood or an earthquake. We don't have earthquakes up here. Hurricanes down on the coast. We're praying constantly for people that have things that have been taken away from them and they're ready to give up. I can't take it anymore. 
I just can't do it anymore. This is what God's referring to when you get to that point in your life where you just feel like, I can't go on anymore. Things are just too much, or I've reached an age in my life where, Lord, just take me home, where we're ready to give up, we're worn out. This is where Jesus says, guess what? I am with you always, all the way to the very end. But that word, I am with you always, means through all things. Even when it seems like we're not going to be able to make it anymore, we look out and we see our crops, or your parents see your crops not making a good crop because it's too hot, too dry, too wet, too whatever. God says, I'm still with you. I know things might be tough, but I'm still with you. And so what I want you to take away from my message this morning is, even when you get older and you start to see things piling up on you and you just want to give up and you just want to quit, remember, Jesus says, lo, I am with you always. And he says, let me take your load from you because my load is light. Let me help you carry that load, that burden that you're having. Whatever that burden might be, it might be a surgery coming up for a family member, it might be the death of a loved one. The list could go on and on and on of all these things that wear us out. Okay, so would you pray with me? Dear Lord, help me to put my trust in you always. You will never forsake me or leave me to handle things on my own. I love you, Lord, and thank you for everything. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you for coming up. The epistle reading is from Romans chapter 7, verses 14 through 25. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, 
all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. Our sermon hymn today is number 699 in the Lutheran service book, I Heard the Voice of Jesus Say. I heard the Pray with me, please. Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text of this morning's meditation is from the gospel lesson that was just read from the gospel of Matthew in chapter 11. And to begin this morning, I want to tell you all a modern parable. There was a man who once found himself in a very deep hole that he could not get out of. And there were several people that passed along the the top of this hole that tried to offer the man help. The first person that passed along, looked down into the hole, saw the man inside of the hole, and said to him, well, you need to pray and meditate very, very hard. And if you do that long enough, if you do that well enough, well, then eventually you will find peace in the situation that you are in. And so the man tried that, and he prayed, and he meditated as hard as he possibly could, but he still found himself at the bottom of the hole that he could not get out of. The next person that came across the top of the hole and looked down inside to see the man in there said to him, well, you see, the thing is, is that you don't exist, and neither does the hole that you have found yourself in. So really, everything is kind of for naught anyway. And so the man who didn't exist 
still found himself in the hole that didn't exist either. Another man came by, and he says that what you need to do is, well, you need to pray five times a day to God. And then eventually, maybe, if you do it well enough, if God has mercy on you, well, then you will be delivered from the hole that you have found yourself in. And so the man did that. And he prayed five times a day, did it as well as he thought that he possibly could, and he still found himself at the bottom of this hole. Until finally, one day, another man comes by the top of the hole, and he looks down, and he calls out to the man at the bottom of the hole and asks him, do you want to be free? And of course, the man says, well, yes, I do. And so the next thing that the man who was at the bottom of the hole knows, a rope is being let down into this hole all the way to the bottom. But then something happens that the man doesn't expect. You see, he thinks that the rope is there so that he can crawl himself and climb himself out of this hole, but instead what happens is that the man who let the rope down crawls down into the hole himself. And he crawls down the rope, puts the man on his back, and carries him out of the hole to freedom and out of the terrible situation that he has found himself in. Of course, the man who let down the rope and crawled down into the hole himself, that was, of course, Jesus. I tell you another story. My brother and I knew that we were in big trouble. <laughs> My grandmother when she was alive, the bed is still there. In the guest room of her house is a bed that, that once belonged to her mother, something that she cared about very, very much, something that was an heirloom for her, and she, oh, she cared a great deal about this bed. It was very, very special to her. At the end of this bed are two posts, two wooden posts. And in between those two wooden posts is a wooden bar connecting those two wooden posts. Or there was. One day, my brother and I, when we were hanging out there in the summertime, we thought that it would be a good idea for whatever reason that we would sit, both of us, on top of that wooden bar watching TV. And so we sat there for probably, oh, about a minute, and we hear a snap, and we hear a crack, and then we fall down to the bottom of the floor because, well, we had broken my grandma's bed. And I'm not sure what compelled me to do it, but I went outside and I told my grandmother what had happened, and she was mad. She was devastated, actually. And I'll never forget what she said. She came in to the house, told my grandpa, she said, they broke my mom's bed. And as I said, she was just devastated by this. What my brother and I deserved was we, we deserved to get yelled at. We deserved to have things taken away from us. We deserved probably to be sent home from our trip to see them. But my grandma, that, that night, after it was all kind of over, she made us dinner. And the next morning, we woke up, she made us breakfast, and honestly, she acted like nothing had happened. I tell you these two stories to describe what is happening with Jesus and the people who are around him when he says to the people, come unto me, and I will give you rest. You see, we can have a tendency to think that God is out to get us. We can have a tendency to think that God is just waiting for us to slip, that God is waiting for us to mess up so that then he can throw his law into our face and say, see, this is how you have it measured up. 
we can have a tendency to blame God whenever bad things happen. We can have a tendency to sometimes think or to say, well, what did I ever do to deserve this? Doesn't God love me? And we blame God for the bad things that happen in our lives. So that he can, when those times happen, that he can say, well, see, this is where you messed up. This is how short that you have gotten to in my expectation for you. You see, we can have a a tendency to think that God just lives for those opportunities. To think that God just is waiting for that moment for us to slip up. We can see God as angry and as vengeful. And this is exactly how the people of Jesus' day viewed God. They believed the same thing. They believed this because this is what they were being taught by the pastors of their day. They believed that the path to God went through strict adherence and obedience to the Torah, to the law. They called this the yoke of the law. And and it, it was strict obedience to God was how one found rest. And if you fell off, well, then you'd better make sure that you did something to make it right. If you fell off of this strict obedience to the law, you had better make sure that you made amends before God because the wrath of God is swift and it is frightening and it is terrifying and it is painful. And it is this yoke of the law metaphor that Jesus uses then as a springboard to talk about what the path to God really is and where it truly lies. Telling the people a different way. You see, Jesus says that the the path to God does not any longer lie or go through your strict obedience and adherence to God's law. Jesus says, no, come unto me. The path goes through me because I know how to deal with sinners. Gently and kindly. Jesus says, you you have no reason to be afraid of me. Come to me and you will find rest for your souls. Come to me and you will find that I have observed and I have kept the law for you. The yoke of the law was and is so heavy and so burdensome. And so Jesus says, no, come come to me and you will find rest. Luther says this, and as as I, I just said, I got that from Luther, he said, you know, it's almost as if Jesus is saying at this point, you know, I know know how to deal with sinners. With gentleness. And with kindness. You no longer have to be afraid of the terror and the wrath of God. And the reason why they and we no longer have any need or reason to fear the terror and the wrath of God is because he took the terror and the wrath of God upon himself. You see, many people don't fully realize or they haven't completely heard or fully understand that the moment that Jesus calls out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me when he was hanging on the cross? You see, it was at that moment that the Father turned his back on Jesus. Turned his back on his Son. And the reason why he did that is because Jesus became everything that the Father hates. He became all of the sinfulness and the ugliness and the awfulness of this world, all of the sin of everyone Jesus became. And because God hates sin... He turned his back on Christ. And he did it for you. And he did it for me. 
Psalm 103 says that God will not harbor his anger forever. It says that he doesn't treat us as our sins deserve. It says that he has removed our failure to keep his law as far as the east is from the west. You see, folks, God is not out to get you. God, is not, God does not live for the moments when you slip up so that then you can feel guilt and terror over what has happened. He doesn't live for the moments when you slip up, and he's not just waiting there for you to slip up so that he can throw his law in your face and say, well, there, see, you couldn't do it. And you are a sinful and wretched creature. No, God does not live for those moments. He is not content with letting you suffer the consequences of sin. And he did something about it. When he was nailed to the cross, you see, Jesus crawled down into the hole himself that you found yourself in. And he put you on his back. And he carried you out himself. God is not out to get you. He is not waiting for you to to mess up and to slip and to sin. The reason why God lives, the reason why Jesus lives, is to deal with you gently and kind so that you will find rest for your souls. So that you will come to Jesus and then take his yoke upon you. His yoke that is is easy, his burden that is light. His yoke of love for you and for me. In our Savior's name, amen. Please stand. At this time, we recite together the words of our Christian faith, and we do so using the Apostles' Creed. You'll find that printed on the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, Pontius Pilate was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. It is at this time that we will collect our tithes and offerings. Now would be a good time to fill out the red sign-in book that is on the inside aisles of the the pews. Um, The person who gets it on the window sides, please send it back uh, towards the aisle, and then that person will tear off the top page and put it on front. Uh, And so with that, we collect our tithes and offerings. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. A part-time secretarial position in the church office is open. The hours for this position will be Friday from 9 to 3, and also the person should be available to fill in as needed. Resumes should be turned into the church office or to an elder. The school board is seeking a part-time teacher for the 2017-2018 school year. The individual will work from 10.15 to 3.15 each day and will be responsible for 7th and 8th grade homeroom, middle school social studies or reading, and elementary PE. Resumes and a cover letter should be sent to 
Amanda uh, A. Minning, A-M-O-E-N-N-I-G, at Trinity Lutheran School, TLS, Freistat.org, or fax to 417-235-5775. You may contact the school at 235-5931 for more information about this position. A cake and punch reception will be held for Stephen Elaine Griman on July 16th at 2 p.m. in the Trinity Lutheran Fellowship Hall. Come join us in Thanksgiving for their years of service to Trinity Lutheran School and Church. The TEA, Trinity Education Association, will have a garage sale in the Fellowship Hall on July 20th through 22nd. No donations of items are needed at this time, but help us spread the word so that we have lots of shoppers. Please stand. In our prayers this morning, we have a few folks that we want to remember. First, for those who are on our health list, for Melvin McCord, Nancy McRoberts, Mary Fritz, Ella Kleibaker, Flora Oberman, Landreth Worm, Dana Robb, Erwin Kruger, Ernest Shane, Janice Meyer, Brenda Lawmaster, Myron Reed, Rosa Marie Griman, Carol McIntyre, Marilyn Stewart, Elmer Kaiser, Orrin Fritz, Ethel Helmkamp, Dan Haynes, Dale Chapman, Joan Haynes, Bill and Jim Wilson, Becky Morgan, Eldred Holly, Addison Trokey, Harry Clanton, John Fritz, uh, who had rotator cuff surgery on Wednesday, July 5th. Also for the family of Robert Mays upon the passing of Robert's mother. Also for those who are celebrating birthdays and anniversaries, for Jerry and Gloria Kruger, uh, who will celebrate 43 years of marriage on July 12th. Uh, for Aline Spray, who will celebrate 80 years of life on July 12th as well. So with that, we go to our Lord in prayer. Dear Jesus, we thank you that we can come to you. That we can come to you whose yoke is easy and whose burden is light. We thank you for taking the wrath of God upon yourself so that the way we are now dealt with by, so that the way that we are now dealt with by you is with gentleness and kindness. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Oh Lord, we praise your name forever and ever. If it were not for you, nothing good would dwell in us. We thank you for the baptismal waters that you have washed us clean with and recreated us to be your people. Help us always to live lives in service to you and in service to our neighbor. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Lord of heaven and earth, you have hidden things from the wise and understanding. Give to your church pastors and other workers who will faithfully proclaim the hidden things and make them known to us and our children. May your word continue to flourish in our congregations, and may we be able to grow in faith and in knowledge. Lord, in your mercy. 
Hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, for all those that we know who are suffering, whether it be physically, spiritually, or emotionally, especially, Lord, for all those who we have named on our health list, for the family of Robert Mays upon the passing of his mother, and for all those, Lord, that we name before you in our hearts now. Lord, console them with the knowledge that your yoke is easy and your burden is light, and that in you they will find rest for their souls. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, you have delivered us from this body of death and given us the hope of everlasting life. Keep us ever mindful of your promises during our earthly time here, where evil is close at hand, and our desire to do good does not match our ability. Allow us to look forward with faith to the time when you will bring us fully into your everlasting kingdom, where we will serve you in both mind and in flesh. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, for all those celebrating anniversaries and birthdays, for Jerry and Gloria upon four to three years of marriage, we pray, Lord, that you would continue uh, to hold them and to keep them to their vows that they have made to one another. May their foundation in you continue to grow stronger each and every day. We also give you thanks, Lord, for 80 years of life given to Aline, and we ask, Lord, that you would continue to bless her now and always. May she, Lord, grow closer to you in this next year of life. May her foundation in you always be strong because of your death and because of your resurrection for her. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And finally, Lord, we thank you that as we come to your table to receive the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, given and shed for us, may we, may we receive it rightfully in faith for the forgiveness of sins and the strengthening of our love for one another. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And so, people of God, the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For what had been hidden from before the foundation of the world you have made known to the nations in your Son. In him, being found the substance of our mortal nature, you have manifested the fullness of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. I got the wrong thing. And he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. 
This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Friends of Christ, welcome to the table of our Lord. The first of our distribution hymns is number 621 in the Lutheran service book, Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence.
The second of our distribution hymns is number 617 in the Lutheran service book, O Lord, We Praise Thee. Please stand. And now may this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith and to life that is everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us with this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy, that you would strengthen us through the same, in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. And so now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace.
Our closing hymn today is Lord Dismiss Us With Your Blessing, number 924 in the Lutheran Service Book. It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. LYF youth come forward. Today is their last Sunday with us before they depart on their trip to the great state of Montana for their Higher Things Conference, and we want to take a moment to uh, pray for them uh, and for their learning that is about to take place, also for the safety of the trip. Will you pray with us, please? O Lord, who caused the children of Israel to pass through the midst of the sea on dry ground, and who by the leading of a star opened to the wise men the way to yourself. Grant to us, we ask you, a very prosperous journey and fair weather, that attended by your holy angel we may happily arrive at this year's Higher Things Conference and finally attain to the haven of eternal salvation through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, and now and forever. And Lord, we do give you thanks for these youth here, for, for their leaders. And we ask, Lord, that individually, collectively, that you would bless them. Uh, Lord, may their learning at this conference go to strengthen their faith. That their faith would be uplifted in you. Uh, and Lord, we pray for the leaders at the conference, for the teachers, and for all of the other youth who will be attending there. We pray, Lord, that it would be a time that is blessed by you that is blessed by your presence there. In the name of Jesus, we pray all of these things. Amen. Yes. Uh, let's, let, let's, let me dismiss him. Uh, and with that, uh, this will conclude our service for today. Um, again, please, re please remember uh, that the budget for their trip is about $700 short. And so if... Uh, uh, all of you would prayerfully consider um, giving to that. Uh, they would be most appreciative of that. And so I pray uh, that you all would have a very, very blessed week.